0: introduce yourselves.
1: Uh, Hi, it's Michaela Ram. I'm
2: Erin Jordan.
3: Brian Morelli.
0: We're sitting in the studio on February 13th, 2020. This check that we'll be talking about is scheduled to come out on the 15th. So we're sitting here with our Valentine's Day cookies. (laughs) This check is going to be about something Governor Kim Reynolds said in her condition of the state address last month. So the way we usually do this is, um, I'm the reporter on this check, so I I wrote everything up, but we're sitting here with my work, and we are going to go through our rigorous feedback process here with all of you. So the claim we're looking at this week is something from the governor's condition of the state address in January, and so she said that Iowa has the, quote, highest high school graduation rate in the country, and more high schoolers taking college courses than any other state. So my approach to getting sourcing for this claim is I reached out to the governor's office to start. That actually happened back in January when a speech was made, but she was citing a report that actually wasn't out yet from the Iowa Department of Education. That report is now out, and I have copies of it, and all of their internal data was shared with me from the department. So ultimately, the sourcing I have is some communication with the governor's office, the 2019 Annual Condition of Iowa's Community Colleges report and that report found that 50,587 high school students were jointly enrolled in community college courses last school year, but it also found that of students under 18, only 31,094 students were enrolled, and the I.O. Department of Education, uh, kind of their back-end analysis, which I also um, have a copy of, only looked at students under 18, so that kind of complicated this check a bit, and then... The department used national data from the National Center of Educational Statistics for their review. I gave her a C, but I'm mushy on it. (laughs) You guys could talk me into a B or a D, I think. The claim that we have the highest high school graduation rate is pretty well known, and we've actually checked that before, so that's pretty solid. But the C, I think she earned that with the claim that more high schoolers are taking college courses than any other state. When we look at the raw numbers, that's not true. We do have a really high rate of high schoolers enrolled in community college courses. But even there, it gets kind of wonky because she's talking about literal numbers of high schoolers in classes when, you know, we have a smaller population size. So that didn't end up being true. But, yeah, I'm very curious what you guys thought. Yeah,
2: I, I agree with the C. Um, I think that um, it... It it probably should have raised red flags either among Reynolds speechwriters or her herself when we're saying Iowa had the largest number of high school students dual enrolled in college courses. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, our population is so much smaller, you know, and, you know, so I, I think that it might be helpful in the check to maybe explain a little bit more about why it would be a huge deal if Iowa had like the raw number, if we were the largest, you know, being like a low population state. And that maybe will explain the C a little bit more.
3: I guess I, I, I would agree that on its face, Iowa doesn't have the most, but you could, you know, Iowa has the highest percentage. And so, you know, depending on how you want to look at it, you know, is it just sort of, you know, not speaking as clearly as she should have um, in that case, You know, So do you you give her the benefit of the doubt that she was talking not so much about the raw number but about the percentage? But the thing I have the bigger issue with is that she's kind of – and this is really interesting to me that you pointed out in your research that, Molly, that um, she's conflating two data sets. So she was talking about a data set that was for students age 18 and younger, um, even though a lot of high school seniors are – um 18 and so they over, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so they would not they would not be uh right so the students right you the, the data set that she was um pointing to i think was under 18 so it kind of leaves out a whole bunch of the senior population. So yes yeah. which would of, be a
2: group that would be taking i mean they'd be the most likely to right. be taking yeah. college courses yeah I would think. um
0: yeah. It, yeah like the research process was really i almost was like like, I wanted to be like Reynolds, why didn't you like, come on, you know, because the data that she's citing only talks about kids under 18 and that's all that we have. Um, so part of me was like, why didn't you just get the numbers for high schoolers mm-hmm. and compare that to other states? Because it's almost like she's discounted herself, mm-hmm. you know, maybe, maybe we do have high numbers, but we just don't know with the sourcing that she's provided, right?
1: Um, yeah, that was one of my questions, too, just looking at the fact that this data set pulled out specifically students under the age of 18. Is that significant? Does that just help rule out those college students already? Or well, it I'm-
0: makes her numbers smaller. So, um, you know, in the analysis I have um, that the report that she cited says that there are fifty thousand five hundred eight, five hundred eighty-seven. Um, high school students generally enrolled in college courses last school year. Um, but then the backing for that, um, that that's the most in the nation is an analysis of kids under 18. And so, I mean, that you're cutting out at least half of your high school senior population, which I assume is where you're going to have the highest numbers.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Did the data exist for all high school students? Is the data out there?
0: Not that I, not that I know of, um, And, like, the process is just kind of weird. Like, they – the Department of – the Iowa Department of Education analyzed a bunch of data from the federal government. Um, So they kind of, like, made their own list.
2: Maybe they're just trying to rule out kids that are already in college. Like, maybe there's something – that's why they're choosing, like – Yeah, Yeah. or Or maybe like early
1: graduation rates, maybe kind of discounts that
0: too. Well, and they and I think part of it too is like they obviously know how many Iowa high schoolers are enrolled in community college because they have that in the report, but that might not be reported the same way state to state. Right. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I guess it's like nicer to say we have the most high school students in college, but the numbers are actually like we have the most kids under eighteen in college, which is just like not. Or we, or we have, have the
2: highest percentage of kids under age 18 who are in <laughs> Right, actually. Yeah. So, I mean, it would have been a much snappy. longer, un, more unwieldy <laughs> sentence in her yes. speech, but it still would have been impressive. I mean, to me, that's the thing that I think a lot of politicians do is they um, go for something that's like just a little pushing the edge of, of being true, but it's not true. Whereas if they had said something that was maybe not quite as extreme, it would have been accurate and still impressive or, you know, still bad if that's what they're trying to get at. But I, it's just kind of the pushing the envelope. Right. And I, I
1: agree. I think, you know, in your conclusion, Molly, you even say that if she had framed the statement this way, we would have given her an A. And I and I like that you kind of gave that that concession. Um but kind of on the other end, I, I do kind of see why you may be a little bit mushy on it, Molly, because she does say more high schoolers are taking college courses than any other state. And, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I know. It's
0: almost, it's like if she had said more high schoolers per capita. Or, yeah. I, yeah. I like, it's know. like
1: missing keywords or but something. But it's so,
0: I guess I just, like, I think I could be talking into a bee because it's like. She's so close to being right, and it is, like, the essence of it feels correct, but I think, I don't know, I think what got me to a C was, if you listened to her speech, you would think we literally have the most high schoolers Mm -hmm. enrolled in community college, and that's just not true. Right.
2: And that would be crazy if we did. I know. I mean, like, that would be like, are you kidding me? I mean, why? What are we doing here? Why are we this role model? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It what, just seems that, like that would have been a huge red flag. Yeah, yeah, and I
0: think that's why we did the check because I was like, "Do we really? Like, there's no way." I mean, the actual state with the most is Texas, which, of course, it is. Right. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. They have some
2: and, like Texas and California, weren't right? they? Like up yeah. there. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, and it's like New York too, uh, North Carolina, Ohio, Virginia. Like already, just by raw numbers, they're ahead of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
0: all of those states have larger um, populations than we do, so that all kind of tracks. Um, I looked at the rest of the, um, kind of the list of of states um, with high school enrollment in college, and um, we are number one with 34.5% of um, kids under 18 enrolled in community college. Um, But then, you know, like after us, it's Idaho, North Dakota, Colorado, you know, it's, you kind of have an advantage when you have just smaller Mm -hmm. raw numbers. It's easier. So kind of skew
3: it. Mm-hmm. I guess one thing maybe in her favor is that, I mean, she's, in citing the data of under 18, um, they're all, I mean, Iowa still ranks number one among all states. So um, comparatively, like, you know, that's still pretty impressive, you mm-hmm. know? so
2: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't give her a D. Like, no. I, I think that the C or the B would be appropriate. Um, you know, and we don't get into intent a lot with these fact checks because we can't, um, get into the heads of people saying these comments, but, um, you know, if it was just a, uh, unintentional, you know, kind of misunderstanding of those numbers that came from the education reports. Yeah. Okay. B, but you know, otherwise it's kind of like, or was there, yeah, I mean, we don't know whether there was an intentional effort to kind of make it look better than it was.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know if I would change the grade if it was like an off-the-cuff remark or something. But, I mean, especially with this one, it's her condition of the state address. Like, that's a... Like a thoroughly vetted speech.
3: Yeah, a lot went mm-hmm. into that.
2: So true. And, you know, when we checked the bulk of the other claims from the condition of the state address, this one was held back because the report wasn't out yet. But, but when we asked for sourcing from the governor's office, they had sourcing on nearly all of the claims that we asked for. Mm-hmm. So, which leads me to believe that they are doing like their own fact checking of the speech. And there were even some numbers, <clears throat> excuse me, that were... When uh, we got the printed version um, and then the online or what she said out loud, there were some numbers that had been even made slightly more accurate in the verbal speech that she gave. So there's fact checking going on by the governor's staff of the speech. So this claim either escaped their careful vetting or, um, you know, they thought, ah, close enough. Yeah.
0: And I'll say when we got that sourcing back, I'm pretty sure, um, the initial, uh, like the citation that they gave us for this specific claim was an excerpt from the report that was about the percentage of kids. It wasn't about raw numbers of kids.
1: Hmm. So they must've just been focusing on percentage. So,
0: yeah, I mean, do you guys think that's too semantic?
2: I mean, that's what we do. That's what the fact checker does, is we look at the semantics and how they can influence what the public perception is. Um, you know, I mean, maybe we're splitting hairs here, but I, I think it's worthwhile.
3: I, I mean, if if everything else was right and it was a difference of whether we're mm-hmm. talking about percentage or raw numbers, I would I would probably, you know, that, that would not be a huge issue for me because I think... That would be more of a B. Yeah. But the fact that all the you know there's this these other issues with the her statement to me yeah you know that that sort of takes it down okay one one thing um you were you brought up that the you found an Iowa Department of Education report of jointly enrolled high school and community college uh, students or sorry high school students enrolled in community college courses I was just cu- uh, curious if you found any kind of comparison for other states like.
0: Um, the way they, yeah. So the so like not as much the scores, of ed. No, I guess I could I could go to like the Idaho Department of Ed and see if they have numbers. But the way the national data that they used is only on those kids under eighteen. Um, so I don't, like for Idaho, like the raw number. So like Iowa has. Um, it sucks that these are the two states at the top because they're like so similar.
2: But <laughs>
0: <laughs> when you say them out loud. Um, but so Iowa, for age under 18, we have about 31,000 kids. Um, in Idaho, there are 7,200 kids. So that is also just like a good example of having the highest rate does not mean you have the most kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And they're at 30%. Yeah.
0: and Yeah, exactly. And yeah. The,
2: that number you said for Iowa, the 30-some thousand, those are the number of kids in dual enrolled or just number of?
0: Kids under 18, dual enrolled. Okay. Or earning some kind of college Got credit, it. Uh, community college credit. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and so the department of ed found 50,000 overall high school students jointly enrolled.
0: Yeah, the Iowa <laughs> department found that. So My, that's like,
3: that's like 20,000 less. I know. You know, in this.
0: That's what I mean but I'm like, if you guys had just done the data in a cleaner way, it might be true. Mm-hmm.
3: But...
1: So it mm-hmm. makes you wonder then if they kind of did their own math on on the other
2: end of this and and sort of figured that out. But, or they figured they were just doing such a high level statement. They were like, eh. I mean, I I don't like to think of, you know, government officials using (laughs) the eh strategy that (laughs) often. And I I think, like I said, I think the bulk of this speech was very um, well fact-checked. I think in our overall check we did of this, there were a lot of A's. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, there were, yeah. And, I mean, this
1: is something praiseworthy. I mean, that's great that a lot of high schoolers are taking college courses and that we're doing so well compared to other states.
0: Just not that well. Just not
1: right. That <laughs> well.
2: I agree with the C. I support that. Okay. I also support the C. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, fine. <laughs> I did okay. What, do you want to
2: make an argument for B, or?
0: No, I, no, I'm just, I'm you know yeah i've got the governor's office in my head nitpicking
2: <laughs> so. well i think that's one thing that's nice about the fact checker team is you you've got us behind you you mm-hmm. know like we we did discuss this and they can listen to this podcast i know and <laughs> see about that mm-hmm. but um they can love
0: it or hate it but right
2: right well, and
3: like and you know you lay out all the information and if someone a reader looks at it and says hey that is not fair they have all the information Mm -hmm. to kind of make or draw their own conclusions
1: and we do welcome reader feedback if you have any thoughts on the fact checkers we do we
2: sure do please send us an email yeah
3: and things we should check and ideas for checks. Absolutely. Right.
2: So just uh, to kind of re- reiterate our criteria, we're looking for statements either written or verbal from um, office holders, uh, people running for office, people leading government agencies. Um, so the, the statements either have to be from someone um, from Iowa um, or about Iowa and then they have to be verifiable, you know, so they have to be, you know, numbers are helpful, but, you know, just other things that we are able to check whether it's true or not. So people want to email us. It's just uh, factchecker at thegazette.com. Do we want to talk about, um, you know, we've got uh, we've got sometimes we try to plan our checks a week or two in advance, just because they take a little longer. And I know we have a check in mind for next week. And Brian, you found this. Do you want to share a little bit about it?
3: Sure. Yeah. Um, this was a an ad from President Trump that um, appeared right before the caucuses. And uh, the ad basically highlights maybe eight claims about uh, President Trump's Uh, accomplished economic accomplishments um and so some of these are pretty straightforward that we should be able to check like uh it says over seven million new jobs were created um one million new jobs in manufacturing construction energy sectors there's a lot of um, official sources that we can turn to for those there were a few others uh that were maybe less um less obvious that we'll have to look into and see if we can verify it. Like, for example, um, I don't know what you guys think, but protecting Iowa farmers from China's unfair trade retaliation. That could be a little tricky. Yeah, I mean,
2: I feel like there's a couple of those that are not verifiable and that we could spin our wheels for a whole week Mm -hmm. and not get to the truth of it. So we may... I mean, wasn't there another one too that we were improving
3: the other one that I think we maybe talked about was about being difficult uh, to prove would be improving our trade deals to benefit farmers
2: and that's one thing you know that's an example of of a claim that uh the fact checker may not do because it's just not something we can improving is so subjective and you know one person's improvement is not the same to another mm-hmm. so. But I think there were still like six claims there. So that yeah. might be a, a biggie for next week.
3: So we'll focus on the ones that we are able to verify and determine whether they're true or not. But yeah, so that's our next. That's kind of what's in the hopper.
2: Yeah. And now that we've gotten out of the caucus season, um, we, we're we going to be probably looking a little more to the Iowa legislature. Um you know, uh, maybe even things like city council or um, school board, superintendent type statements. So, uh, yeah, we're going to need some help there. So it's a little bit less obvious than with, you know, campaign commercials or, you know, presidential speeches that were on YouTube. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll need help from readers.
3: Yeah, a lot of like big um, uh, government bodies, like whether city, city government, county government, school uh school boards um universities they uh they do these annual kind of reports kind of like the governor's condition of the state so that's that's kind of one of the things i have on my radar to kind of listen into one or more of those and mm-hmm. see if uh see if there's anything to examine
1: Yeah. Yeah, I hope to check out um, state legislators. I know we've talked about this, send out weekly newsletters. Um, so maybe there'll be something in there that they make a claim about or at least some sort of update that could be worth looking into. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Um, <laughs>
3: so when do you... <laughs> Good so you, So Molly, you have to wrap up your what's your process going to be to kind of wrap this up after all the feedback
0: I think it sounds like we're all pretty much on the same page with the conclusion that I came to I think I am gonna Aaron had a note about just sort of emphasizing how wild it would be if we really did have the most number of kids enrolled uh and so I'll probably just add a sentence or two about that but otherwise I think that's about it which is nice. It's nice when the rigorous feedback isn't totally devastating. <laughs> and you don't have to redo everything. Yeah. And then I, I'll file this and a couple editors will read it and it'll be out in the paper on Saturday, probably online on Monday. So, yeah, thank you guys for your rigorous your feedback.
1: You're <laughs> welcome. Job. Yeah. Good job, Good job Molly. Molly. Yeah. Thank Sorry
3: you. Sorry we couldn't make you cry. <laughs> so, uh, next
1: time. Has anyone been able to make someone cry during a fact check? (laughs) You don't read fact checker
0: emails and just get a little teary.
1: (laughs) I'm really good at holding it in.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you guys again. And this is our very first fact checker podcast. So thank you guys for listening.